Hello and welcome to Mind Podcast 61.0, your weekly source for news, views, and analysis, analysis of news. This is Adit Kapadia, uh, and on yet another Newsy Week, joining me again, Arsananda Vashisht and Pramod Kumar Burawali. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you, Adit? Good, Adit. Excellent, excellent. The spring is setting in, finally, in Houston, which means summer is only two weeks away. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> enjoying the good weather, or all of 14 Food days a year, as we get. It was freezing yesterday night. I know. All of a sudden, it just... Uh, yes. So, yes. Yeah, and Delhi is already hot. Tandoor. I'm. T- my mother so told me this the morning. The Delhi is uh, like tandoor already. So you know, coming. Uh, so it's Delhi's grilling season, but outside, yeah. <laughs> where human beings get grilled. <laughs> they stand outside not and they get grilled. Not quite barbecue. I know human barbecue. I was actually grilling last night, so that's <laughs> that. That just brought me to that. But uh, so. Coming back, it's a very sad week or a depressing week news-wise. Yeah. Uh, the horrific tragedy in Lahore, um, even, I mean, uh, a horrific tragedy in Kolkata. Yeah, oh my and, God. And, I mean, it was just unbelievable to... to you know, the um, extent of it, and it did not quite dawn on me when, when the news broke that, you know, I understood that it was really bad. And then our um, columnist, come reporter in uh, Kolkata, um, he sent us this, Ranbir Bhattacharya, he sent us his uh, initial report and he sent pictures with it. And I, I just, it, it, I haven't been able to sleep since really well. Yeah. The kind of pictures that he sent from the thing, and people actually walking, their heads Did you actually see that video of the image Yeah, collapsing? yeah, I, I saw did, that I video. Did, I saw some of the pictures we couldn't carry, like carry yeah. because they were just extremely ghastly. We had a, we had an editorial meet on that, and um, we thought that we would carry them, but eventually we did not carry them because they were so graphic and um, a lot of. Um, mm-hmm. Children younger than 18 also visit our website. So yeah. we decided not to um, carry those pictures. We, but may, those still pictures put, we may still put out the link where, you know... With a suitable, with a, disclaimer. suitable disclaimer. But we're not sure yet. We're still debating. But um, these are the pictures that our reporter from uh, Kolkata did send us. And I just have to tell you that it, this is a tragedy... That could have been averted, of course. And Adit will talk more about it. This is his field and... He understands bridges and cities and um, planning and everything. But on a human side, it just seems terrible that people could be so negligent. There are, so there are two no, things. But bridge collapses uh, do happen in the US also. Yes, but, but they don't time. happen, but they're not built like that. But they are, yeah, you're right. And the, the delays are basically penalized. Nobody was even looking at the timeline. I think it was half. Not just that, but you don't build high o- flyovers next to somebody's home. So there are three major points. It's almost locally, yeah. Th- yeah, yeah, three major points. This one is the causation of the bridge collapse, and I'm going to wait to comment on that because I don't have the report. Of course, you know, as an but as but as an engineer, what would cl- cause a split like that? Dep- I mean, depends. I I haven't really seen like close pictures of this. I've just seen overview images and stuff, and I don't even know where it's failed from. Has it has it been the steel that has failed? Has it been the concrete? So, I, I or is it that is only you only know once they get the core samples and cement then is cement or mitti is that that doesn't hold up the structure yeah. it is all yeah. usually steel yeah, yeah that, steel, that steel is, is a reinforcement ah. so if it's a t- you know it provides against tension because concrete is weak in tension again i got right. technical mm-hmm. but yeah and concrete is compression so i have to we i have to see in detail what happened so i'm going to, but i will comment on that so i'm going to refrain right now because i don't know second thing was about fixing the liability you know 
the thing is any set of engineering drawings uh, you know here has a professional engineer who's signing off and then you have the city of city whatever is talking and so they forth. go through multiple there are, there are levels standards that layers. are enforced inspections that are done and so forth now I don't know what was the procedure followed because we don't have complete information yet. Right now, there's just a blame game between TMC and left about who did whom the contractor and stuff. But I just find it shocking that the, there was a picture that India Today uh, tweeted or someone tweeted that the bridge was virtually on top of a balcony. Yeah. You know. You could actually dry your clothes on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the balcony onto the flyover. Adit actually was <laughs> telling me that he um, uh, didn't you plug a piece where yeah, they said I, I read a live mint report which said that it is common to have. Things structure six feet within six feet. I was horrified. Six feet is not even the size of a freaking scale. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Six feet. Well, because this is a no, this no, is a communist land, so you cannot acquire any land. No, no. But, so you just upar se bridge bana It's like me lying flat on the ground, literally. Yeah, because I cannot move you, so I'll, I'll make the bridge around you. <laughs> no, no, no. But one indication was the people from IVRCL, the company mm. that was constructing the flyover, were slightly indicating that. Some of the buildings, at least that are uh, that six feet, six feet tall buildings, were earmarked for demolition much before the construction was supposed to start. And but they couldn't be demolished. The, the construction started. So I was coming. I mean, I was coming to that. That comes to the, pro the third problem, and that of land acquisition, yes. which is which is the, the main major problem. problem here. And people are not understanding. This could have been. I mean. What happened was terrible, but the way that how close they were, this could have been a disaster of unspeakable proportions. proportions. Which it I already mean, is, but it could have been worse. I mean, good. Can you just imagine if the debris flew off into houses and so forth? I mean, just think about what could have happened. And um, uh, the, the the thing was this land. I, I don't know whether there is no concept that you cannot, uh, you know, first of all, there is no concept of appraisal value of land. Like, do we have appraisal value? You know what it is? It is there is no regard for human life. That is what it is. No, Boils no, down to. no, Sunanda, that is there. But yeah. this land acquisition is a different ball yeah. game altogether. Yeah. It requires a bold move to come to some, uh, in here, you see this all the time, that you have to, like, you have to work with certain businesses, certain houses, and tell them that they may need to be acquired for the city expansion. For that, they need to be paid whatever the ongoing yeah. rate is and stuff like that now if you don't have even an appraisal value but the up, communist utopia that West Bengal was they obviously could not acquire land that is the land is the biggest thing with these communists continues you cannot, to be Sunanda, uh, continues yeah. to be so because, because Mamta Didi has only gone more left Adit's yeah. favorite thing is that she is left of left she's left of left so and she has I, even I, gone I, I further really left I want to read an engineering report or even see a set of drawings yeah. about this ki what the hell was the land acquisition plan what was the traffic control plan I mean, mm -hmm. I just don't even know. This is a ni and, and the you nightmare. Know, nightmare. Truly nightmare. And the first picture I saw was tweeted about that bridge being so close. I'm like, is this a joke? It looked like a movie set for a second. I know, it really did like a movie. I mean, and I saw that picture of that, um, you know, bridge collapsed in yeah. split into half. And I said, you know what? This is a picture of communism right there. And everybody was telling me, what do you mean? Bridges don't collapse in America. Bridges don't collapse in everywhere. I said, they do. Bridges make a, first of all, they go through a rigorous... Uh, um, layers, no, I say. But even if the bridges collapse in USA, bridges are not built like that. No, and I'll tell you something. And just a disclaimer: American infrastructure is also in a lot of need of repair. Failing, I mean, yes. We had the I-35 bridge collapse in Minneapolis in yeah. 2007 or something like that. Singapore no, actually has the finest. So, uh, <coughs> but regards, I mean, regardless, okay, let's not compare Singapore. I mean, the size of Singapore, Singapore. and the size of America. Yeah. I think Singapore is smaller than Houston. And, and the half a cent so, development in India disables uh, any best practices from anywhere else in the world to be applied verbatim and as it happens outside to India because. 
I've seen several flyovers in Hyderabad also, Sunandaji, and Bangalore. Yeah. They are so crooked. They are not, uh, and they take their uh, the alignment and the path that the road takes. Just because it's simpler, it's simpler for them to uh, erect that. Compared to that, flyovers. Delhi flyovers seem to be in a much better shape. No, but I, I have noticed that the Delhi flyovers seem to be in a much I, better I, shape. I haven't had, for, I mean, I haven't gone to those cities recently, so I won't be able to comment on that. But from what I saw in Ahmedabad in Bombay, I didn't see it being these. At it least is. the ones I saw. Yeah. Now, I, there could in be Delhi also, that I missed, you don't see. But this, this was just, I had never seen never anything, seen like, anything this. like this. So, Kolkata. I'll tell you, Kolkata, Hyderabad, old city, some parts of old Delhi, mm, yeah. many parts of Mumbai are so congested. Ahmedabad has the luxury added to have always been a broader city. Mm. No, but still, when it comes to when it comes to flyovers and stuff, they are being built or under bridges and stuff. They have been, some cities build them because they have like the roads are too congested. So even though Ahmedabad might have space, you still need to do land acquisition. Like, when Ahmedabad had the ring road being built. People will tell you 132 foot ring road, land acquisition was a big problem. And there were MPs, MLAs who went out to talk to the people and stuff. See, the thing is, the attachment to a land, especially agriculture land, and this is what about residential, is true. And I, I respect that. I can relate to that. I know, but you have to explain if that if you have to acquire a piece of land, why you need to do it. And there now, has to be a balance, you know, a planning, city planning also has to be done, progress also has to be done. So, you know, you Yogi, just Yogi have actually, to. Yogi Deshman on Twitter, she, she tweeted a very interesting thing. We have a bunch of civil engineers we were discussing that you have to put foam work. And if the bridge was above a balcony, how did they put the foam work for the bridge girders? I, I just don't know how. They I did, mean, probably did. I, I actually felt like I should discuss this with my, because I used to, that was my, one of my thesis topics about bridge girders. Of course, it was a different thing. But my professor knew not. I was actually thinking of taking some pictures and discussing with my professor about, you know, what his opinion was. And has he seen anything like this? Mm, probably not. So if I do, I'll, you know, I'll definitely put out mm. something, uh, either tweets or say something on Mind Podcast or on Mind Quick Bites. Yes, let's do that. Yeah, that's that's that. interesting for like yeah. the uh-huh. people in India also know that they can get some case studies from over here yeah. and try to yeah I don't know if this is going to be as detailed a case study but just a quick right. opinion and just find out I what uh, you know what's going on and but so whatever my heart goes out to the people of the you know yeah. who were uh, sorry if I got a little too technical yeah. here but, no. but, but my heart <laughs> goes out to the people who uh, lost their lives my heart goes out to the people who lost everything it is just in one minute your lives are completely finished I saw heads severed and limbs severed I mean as I said though in the beginning of this the pictures were so graphic that we I, I haven't been able to sleep and we could not put those pictures up and many people that I've been talking to since yesterday are so afraid of driving beneath the flying now. I can imagine. Which is basically takes up half of the road below. So they're actually only using one lane and yeah. that too, the traffic has gone slow, slow in some of these uh, crowded cities. It's unbelievable. No, and you can imagine that picture where people are just driving and the bridge just falls on them. Time. That just, I mean, I was horrified. I'm, my hands froze. I'm not, yeah. I'm not over dramatized. My literally, yeah. first yeah. thing in the morning I saw that, that video and I'm like, oh God. Wrong. How does this happen? We are also vulnerable, you know. Yeah. So that that takes us to the end of this part. Uh, we'll move on to part two. Your support helps us bring new voices, fresh voices, credible voices. If you like what we are doing, if you like what you are hearing, do support us because we really do need your help. Um, if you want to support Mind Podcast, click on the link given in the description below. Thank you. 
So, um, the first of all, we'd like to, before we st go into an analysis or something, we'd like to offer our cond condolences for all the victims of the Lahore tragedy that happened on Easter Sunday. Uh, they were victims of a bomb blast and an attack carried out uh, by, I forget the name of the organization that took Doesn't matter. I know, but I'm just saying and it doesn't matter it's 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 just horrific that pakistani taliban pakistani taliban let's a faction of a faction of pakistani yeah, something taliban something jund or I, I forget the name yeah but i've always said that it's a franchisee and franchisers yeah. it doesn't matter uh, no we we came up with a mm -hmm. title for your piece so yeah. global jihad network uh, i you know there is this is one thing where i hate to be proven wrong but or or hate to be proven right is what i meant hate to mm. be proven right but you see brussels you see this paris us san bernardino and it's just a global jihad network and pakistan is continuing to be uh, um, at war with its uh, minorities uh, not just minorities within itself with, within everybody. Itself, with everybody it is the punjabi ruling elite class that does not uh, trust anybody, anybody. Uh, forget baluchis forget, forget pathans forget sindhis they just are in a situation that is spiraling out of control because a they are looking constantly to somehow hold on to their population yeah. together their failure to somehow pinpoint India as the reasons why they are not uh, doing well has completely fallen flat. They are searching for some sort of an escape out of this, that escape is not happening. So I, I foresee that in the next few years, if India continues to uh, build itself properly, again economically, from an infrastructure and from a military standpoint, uh, it should be very careful in dealing with Pakistan yeah. because it will try to find the slightest pretext to try to bring India into a conflict, which is the only way they want to unify them. Yeah. As a geopolitical experiment, Pakistan as a country has failed. There is no question about that. They tried to create this Islamic um, utopia. Others country. also helped. Others also helped. Perpetuate, perpetuate the, that the thing. The hub of Islamic civilization. Um, or for what MJ Akbar often um, says that this was supposed to be the remnant of Mughal, um, you know, Sultanate, Mughal Mughalistan. Sultanate, Mughalistan. This was supposed to be the remnant of Mughalistan or whatever. I forgot so, that. Term. That's what I was really Yeah. Well. So MJ Akbar has a, a, a beautiful uh, this thing about it that uh, this was supposed to be the remnant of the um, Islamic power in the subcontinent, we have now seen that it has failed. There is no question about it. They are at war with each other. The Hindus have already been uh, finished. Somebody was asking me the other day, why don't attacks happen on Hindus now in India? Why do they happen on um, Christians? I said, because they don't want to, Hindus are not, they don't, the numbers that Hindus have don't justify uh, the cost of the bomb anymore. Because then, you know, what is the point of... Um, it's not... That? Let's go to a bigger problem than this, a bigger malaise. Uh, Pakistan gets uh, a lot of uh, funding, so to speak, or grants from the United States. And I mean, also some from the United Kingdom, if I'm not mistaken. It's a call, so I've always, always said that Pakistan is a colony of America. Right. What I'm saying is, uh, does the, I mean, the, the, does the United States comment on the state of Christians in Pakistan? And it doesn't. Why not? That's the Why does President question, Obama not? Uh, or let me rephrase. That's the ten billion dollar question. They can't do anything it? about it. Even if they comment, even if they have a US no. But when CIA there is a theft, no, the when there is a theft, Adit, in um, a church Delhi. in Delhi, and it's a small time theft, and uh, Mr. Obama has to go and give us a lecture. Uh, what because happened? Because the to US has leverage on India, not on Pakistan. 
Pakistan is a state that basically blackmails in getting the money. Even those 8 or 12 F-16s that are being added to the inventory are not going to be used against these uh, uh, you know, terrorists that no. are running uh, from back and forth from no, Afghanistan no, or no, Pakistan no. or whatever they are claiming. They will be used against India. Absolutely. What is the US? I mean, this is where I feel saddened by the US State Department, which is still uh, basing its assessments on the pre-Cold pre -cold War, pre-Colonial pre also. The, the hangover mm. that they have is all of this map that is created today, Sunandaji Adit, is essentially a colonial creation. Yeah. There was never a country called Syria. There was never a country called Iraq. Iran existed mm, as Persia. But all of these were redrawn, these maps were redrawn, the Durand line, the McMahon line. Ye lines kisne draw mm, kiya tha? A white man. It was basically these people who decided that these nationalities that had developed over the past three, four hundred years do not hold fort. Yeah. They will be merged into one nationality. One country will be created to create a checks and check and mm. balance on another larger country, namely China. Mm. So you create Taiwan, you know, in a small way. Then you have uh, Pakistan, who will constantly try to pull down mm. India. India. So this this is what is completely breaking down. I I heard an interview, uh, a Baloch leader. Um, was talking about the the reluctance of calling themselves Pakistanis because Baluchis as a nationality were a unified people mm. across religions, across race or subsects for three to four hundred years prior to the creation of Pakistan. Pakistan. Mm. So they their religions, their ancestry, their heritage came from that Baluchi identity. Mm. Now Balochistan prior to three four hundred years ago what it was nobody knows but at least mm. This is the immediate yeah. generational memory, at least 10 generations yeah. people remember. And that reminds me, we cre we um, published a piece on um, this by, uh, by Sobdar Baloch, who actually questioned um, US sale of F-16s to um, Pakistan and said that invariably what you were saying, that they will be used against India. There we, is no we, question no, about this. We carried, we carried this piece much before the debate started on many of the shows. Is that mind maker's effect? I don't now know, but uh, I mean, at least they are reading the right things. I, I can the spy thing is just an example of mm. how defunct Pakistan is as an example. Is uh, that can you just uh, give a background? The background is that this uh, gentleman was an ex-Navy uh, person at a very high, uh, I would mm. say, at the commander level, mm. had taken premature retirement, <coughs> gone on to do business, which is generally speaking, people from Navy go on to work in, in the merchant Navy. No, in, in any country, mm. uh, people who work in the Navy go on mm. to work in the merchant Navy. So this person also took that same route. He started his own operations of doing some small business activities from the Chabahar port in Iran, yeah, which sorry, basically builds uh, India India is, has been building even about 10-15 years ago. This is an ongoing activity mm. for India. Uh, some would say that as a counter magnet to what China is building in Gwadar. Mm. But I, I don't believe that because China, India and China, Iran have, have always been having a civilizational connect for a long period of time. Chabahar and that region uh, basically falls right under that uh, Gulf of Aden and that the, the port connectivity Correct. was always there between Gujarat and Maharashtra and that part of the world. So that connect, connectivity has been maintained. This gentleman Jadav uh, went there uh, was doing his activities. Apparently, this is again uh, according to some sources that he was kidnapped. Now, there is a huge uh, drug trafficking that happens between mm. a 
thin strip of land if you look mm-hmm. at the southern sorry i lost you what was he doing there i'll tell you there is a strip of land bit in south, uh, south afghanistan called mm. the helmand province mm. helmand province connects with the northwest frontier province and goes directly into baluchistan mm. and a strip of land of which the chagai mountains remember mm. chagai yeah. mountains when yeah. pakistan exploded the nuclear that goes all the way down below to the mm-hmm. uh, port in godar the port in chabahar in iran and that is the chistan province of iran mm. there is lot of drug trafficking that happens mm. in this whole belt now my sources tell me that this gentleman was involved in just business activities in the chabahar port ah. these drug trafficking narcotics gangs also engage in kidnapping mm. cross border kidnapping somebody from afghanistan mm-hmm. the, the border is so fluid there's nothing like a wire or anything yeah, yeah, that absolutely. demarcates anything one mountain becomes pakistan one mountain becomes iran and he was captured somewhere close to the border in the either iranian or the mm-hmm. southern afghanistan province where he was engaged in his business activities which i think has to do with something of um, uh, the building of a mm-hmm. uh, so called uh, 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 connectivity mm-hmm. um, so he was trying to go if you remember there was a tapi uh, gas pipeline mm-hmm. that tajikistan afghanistan pakistan and india there tapi now they are trying to see if the tapi pipeline can be rerouted because pakistan mm. is unreliable to iran yeah. apparently he was trying to do something on that front he is kidnapped they forced out as some sort of a confession they are denying consular access which is strange because if he was a spy mm. the first thing any con- mm. country under the geneva convention has to do is to give access to your own and spy <laughs> and a lot of and, and just to wrap things up quickly a lot of uh, intelligence experts also said that he was carrying an indian passport which is that is the most stupidest thing Yeah, if he was a spy why would indians he carry an indian dumb, passport uh, indians uh-huh. are not dumb enough to have your own spy on an uh-huh. indian and and, so and, and, and spy craft is also not about that ki are my indian yeah. passport leke gaya you know what, what are the when topic? iran helps india all the time against mm-hmm. pakistan why do you have to karan khapar seemed very inquisitive when he was questioning mr dulat on his show about this mr dulat stumped snubbed him does karan khapar is actually quite interested in aspiraj no but he is neither intelligent why do you think so No, but he is neither intelligent yeah. nor he is interested in or interested about what what were you trying to say sunanda he is interested <laughs> in interested about yeah. quite a bit about and, and as, i'm just as, i'm just asking if there was a espionage is something that nahi kehta log kehte hain so you said what espionage is something that throws people in the intelligence communities thrive in what is, what they call as smoke screen yeah. smoke screen yani karna kuch aur hota hai even if he is a newly recruited roid and let's assume for yeah. a, a minute he will not be privy to doing such a important task of spying on a godar port when he has just recently joined raw yeah, yeah, this is absolutely. just something i think they were they were it's trying to shit. they were trying to earn some brownie points before these guys went to patrol that's i was just telling plus, you plus my indication is that india is holding on to a high level isi officer that is why they counteracted in trying to mm. capture somebody and making him a scapegoat in this world okay the kind of information that you get in mind makers through uh, promote sources is <laughs> phenomenal that is why you should tune into uh, mind makers and get all the information from your but, but, sources but our good friends uh, are telling me that this is going to fizzle out very quickly the nss are talking and he will be released very soon before we get to our uh, next topic uh, 
um, I do want to say that this is MindMakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the MindMakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. So from that, coming to our favorite liberals who are talking about freedom of expression. Before, again. Again. No, before that, and Sundar was going to bring up the Hrithika Roshan case, I have to bring up this ad of Yatra.com. Oh my god, yes! Good morning. Yes! So, that I saw Kanaya Kumar. Yes! And, and I, good god, Sundar is actually performing the ad right now. I, I know! I died laughing. I and died. I know. You but, know me. I know these things don't... <laughs> sort of impressed me too much but uh, this, too, that is the mood of the nation but that, that ad that is the mood of the nation that ad <laughs> I loved it no and this is a lesson also for a lot of people who are trying to rebut and stuff there are two ways of rebutting have a serious rebuttal also have tongue in cheek I, I saw a lot of supporters downgrading the Yatra app and then I a lot know. of other supporters but I did write it actually I did say today I think it on my Facebook or something I said you know we write million uh, articles and we wrote so much about uh, Kanaya yeah. but this one spoof everything we wrote tails in front of that one spoof Brilliant but this spoof. really tells you that what promote um, said mood of the nation what people think of all this nonsense no and not just and I mean the, this thing I don't know have you seen it I I mean I was just brilliant I don't know who it is I'm going to actually this is my homework today I'm going to find out who made that this is yatra.com commercial no no I want to know the filmmaker the director director. I want to know and I really want to reach out to him this was a phenomenal act him could be her as well her as well yeah but the company whoever did it I want to reach out to that person brilliant brilliant. Uh, it demolished Kanaya Kumar forever And, 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 and um, I don't know what the people uh, like Indira Jaising who called him a revolutionary and others are thinking. That tweet of Indira Jaising, I think the additional, uh, the old uh, ex additional source ASG, right? She was, mm-hmm. she was calling him a, he's not just a politician, he's a revolutionary. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to plug that ever because that just tells you, uh, gives you a sneak yeah. peek into mind See, of people of that milieu. See, what it says that only That's those ads work because this is a popular medium, yeah. you know? It's not for movies, ads, these are for popular medium. These are for they want to reach out to the wider people as many people as possible because this is mass media right so clearly they are not going to put money on something that is not going to run right they're not going to put their script no, is not going to be also. something that's there, not there going to so clearly this thing will they knew that this is no, what people so think about Kanaya it could be two things there could be a commercial aspect to it like what you're suggesting it could be a personal aspect also to it because somebody was like you know what this is trending and frankly it has pissed. a lot of people I know have been pissed off by this I know but because what I was saying what, when what you make see, what, it's not one when you make anything of mass media when you make a movie or when you make an ad it's not one person doing it you know a creative team sits the and they do um, no 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 but brainstorming they're, they're, and everything of course but they are given an idea clearly the mood of the nation no, that's what i'm saying what, what i'm saying is they are given an idea second thing and I, i agree with you what i'm saying is i'm just trying to play devil's advocate here that it could be also that uh, people are fed up of this and you know they want to make a point and not necessarily i don't think this was a political point this was just a a, a man on the street like who thinks man that, yeah that, 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 he goes to this hyderabad university one day no no he goes to Beautiful line. Don't do Narebazi. Do Samajdari. Samajdari. That was a beautiful line. There was a subtle message also. 
demanding rights without feeling responsible about a certain system in place mm. is also not going to last long and they hated the um, yeah, yeah. Uh, traveling middle class the aspiring middle class they not look up to somebody like yeah, I know. what was what was interesting is they the the, the format they used they almost yeah. recreated an event yeah. in so they they put this in a different context and how it would look in that yeah. context yeah. so that that was the most uh, interesting part as i said they they in those 30 seconds or 1 minute they really showcase the pointlessness of being kanaiya thinks he is made a much more bigger celebrity than what he he thinks he is <laughs> by seeing this ad he doesn't understand no, no, anything no he doesn't understand anything what is his phd major again some kenya or something kenya yeah i thought that was what it was but i'm 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 willing to be corrected on that <laughs> but it's certainly nothing that because i never see that in news i i think seriously ani or something might actually take a picture aaj kanhaiya kumar class no i want to, no i want to do a rti on when was the last class he attended when was the last homework he did as it is people from hyderabad central university are not getting jobs <laughs> Now you want JNU also not to get job. Nipur, job pakka. His campaigner for. Arey, but before before we go to that elections, I have to bring up another clip that I saw. Twenty eight said Rahul Gandhi. He said the leftist uh-huh. ideology is obsolete, and he's so smart that he's embracing that obsolete ideology in West Bengal. I know. And you know what is smarter? Uh-huh. The smartest thing is somebody asked Shashi Tharoor about this on the thing, and Shashi Tharoor said this talks about. Oh my God, I can't stop laughing. He said this is about the democracy within Congress party. in one part in one state they want to deal with so does that. it mean rahul gandhi is a soul in conflict with himself yes that is democracy Ki, uh, that is democracy ki or <laughs> in kerala um, kerala my my ideology is left in west bengal it is left of left i know so that is shashi tharoor really said that this is democracy in congress party i was shocked as in what is this mad down to scholarship you are now seeing that political upheaval in uttarakhand himachal arunachal possibly certainly with the assam going the other way with probably by the end of this year india will be congress mukt bharat i don't think there is karnataka ha except one state mm. or maybe two or three states you will not have congress anywhere in power okay as it is their resource why do you some so sad about it i am saddened because <laughs> now you will see a, a, a political opposition he was hoping to see uh, i don't know no no uh, but you will see a stronger political opposition adhiranjan choudhury so is the same of bengal as long as no as long as rahul or priyanka gandhi were going to be the uh, current leader and the projected yeah. leader there was some comedy around it mm-hmm. now you will see seriousness because the, the, they are not the current leader and projected leader the current leader and protected leader <laughs> protected leader uh, <laughs> leader who will cannot be, will be unveiled in up by the way uh, a leader who cannot fail and if he fails it's demo- i mean i just cannot fathom somebody so that that either tells me that rahul gandhi probably does not understand what is wrote to him or is probably so delusional that feels that no one's going to actually call him out on this no he he keeps saying such uh, no because things. he thinks he really thinks that he exists in the world of indira gandhi when there was no cameras no nothing no, there was one interview i don't know how long ago was that he's saying to the journalist that hum uh, youth congress mein ladkiyan they have so much fun i want to give all this fun to everybody else <laughs> i don't know have you seen that clip no i have not no, I, no. i was i was just uh, promote was just too many of rahul gandhi interviews uh, is that your sources again no, no this is, this is public mainstream media uh, interview yeah. that he did yeah, the girls have that. so much fun in this uh, youth congress 
that he wants every girl to what what is that what is that supposed to mean but <laughs> yeah i please send me i mean the entire interview i want to listen ki kaun se context mein yahan tak pahunch gaya that too he is not saying fun is itna maza aata hai i was i was just really revolting ki kya baat kar raha hai aadmi I mean, uh, he's he's sad. One should really feel sad about. How? Him. I mean, I I watched this in the morning, and I was like, how do I? I, no, I, I don't even sad. feel sad about him. I mean, because he's he's just. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't say he's a child. He's older to you. No, but then the marks is a child, and I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Chronologically. No, but let's talk curious about. Curious case of Rahul Gandhi. <laughs> no, but no, no. But coming back to this freedom of expression issue, because Rahul Gandhi, it was clearly within his freedom of expression to sound idiotic in Kerala and West Bengal. Uh, coming to this Hrithik Roshan controversy, yeah. he made a joke on he he made a joke and then he apologized because some group I think sent him a notice or something. Yeah, some Russian group in the joke. No, what he had, he had just tweeted and this was about his ongoing controversy, which we have no interest in and we don't want to talk about it. but he said something about that there is more he was just doing a pun or something bang yeah. in cheek that there is more possibility of me having an affair with the pope than the said person or anything and then people who take the literal meaning of everything which is fine i mean people can take offense or anything but what is interesting is that very silently he offered a well not silently but he offered a publicly he offered an apology but no um uh, freedom of expression guys came up and said that rithik you don't need to offer an apology same, for this same for the aib people same also for the aib right? people Because this was aib um, you know redux, redux. but so, it's the what is so woe about it i don't understand like no, what is the big deal about it Um, not not i'm saying uh, no no i am why, saying why anything so you no 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 people can take offense i have no problem out i'm sure somebody i'm sure there is somebody in the world out there who is offended by anything some you can be offended by my nose you can be offended by my arm you can be offended by my hair. there will be people who will be offended but the point is if he was offering an apology why did the liberal gang not stand up with him Absolutely. and say that rithik you don't need to um, apologize you don't need to do no, anything no that's what i'm saying what was the big deal for rithik roshan to apologize is what i don't know i mean sure unless because until he the liberal gang really is scared about with the christian uh, groups i agree with groups. you i agree with you on the uh, pseudo liberal gang in india mm. but it is also incredibly stupid of <coughs> Arithik Roshan to say something like that. Yes. No, no, it may be. But people can be stupid. It may be. I mean, see, the, what my point is, I may not agree with what Arithik Roshan said, mm-hmm. but and it it may be offensive or whatever the no, thing. No, but is. are there people have a right to be? Absolutely, no, no. That's what I'm saying. People have the right to be stupid. People have the right to be. I mean, what say whatever the hell they want. Yeah. It's like when this Amir Khan controversy happened. Uh, my stand was what Amir Khan said might be idiotic, okay, or something. He has the right to say it, but I have the right to question his idiocy also. Yeah, I will question it. But the thing is, why not? But I will, you know, I will but, send up but, for his right to say. But uh, did Rithik Roshan say that he was yeah, wrong in saying? Or yeah, yeah. He had an unintentional, you know, you know, the routine of it. So, but nobody. What the point of this whole thing was to say that nobody, this freedom of expression gang, which always stands up, it's a one-way street. Not, it's a one-way street. They did not stand up for Rithik Roshan and say that you do not need. to uh, apologize to this fringe christian group or whoever it is saying that is the point yeah, and we just we just want to bring out yeah we just want to bring out the fallacy in them fallacy in that argument yeah yeah absolutely so i mean you know we'll, we'll wrap up with a quick round of the world t20 and our the team that everyone likes to love west indies winning Ooh, it oh he's committed to the front foot <laughs> <laughs> oh god there's the promote challenging is anil michael holding So the team that everyone loves to love, West Indies won, and I have to say I have been watching the T20 or any World Cups, cricket World Cups, for a long time, 
I have never seen such a finish. And I've the seen... greatest cricket commentator that I am, when um, <laughs> Afghanistan defeated them, I'm like, what happened to one's mighty West Indies? And I remember you told me that they are still mighty. Don't say yeah, that. I, I messaged. Yeah, I know. First of all, I was ashamed of the fact I slept through that match initially. And uh, Suranda woke me up with a text message saying, Adit, Afghanistan beat the West Indies. And when you give me cricket information, that is like the biggest slap in my face. <laughs> that I have fallen short. No, no, I didn't just tell you. I just announced the whole world that the biggest cricket commentator what happened to once uh, mighty West Indies uh-huh. and I felt like a little stupid yesterday but it's like cricket historian sounding like real world historians so you can also sound like a cricket commentator so I felt so, a little stupid today so if cricket historians can expound on real history why can't you expound, <laughs> expound your wisdom on cricket so, so it's about that but no coming back to the West Indies this West in Afghanistan was a dead rubber, no doubt. They probably took it lightly. But the only team so unpredictable to do this. In 1996 World Cup, the West Indies lost to Kenya in the group stage, then beat Australia, the eventual finalists. Then they came to the semi-final in Austra- against Australia and they were like 2 for 165 chasing 208 and they were all out and lost by 5 runs. Like they lost huh? So, and this is a team with Brian Lara, Shivnara, and Chandrapol and all that. So, West Indies is known for this, and that's what makes the, watching them so beautiful because they're so uncertain. You but, know? but the 20 years gap you're talking about, 96 to 2016, mm-hmm. they've really not been able to, they're unpredictable. No, uh-huh. But you can't simply say that they're the top four team. No, they're not. They've just gone down actually, the path. Uh, I don't know. That was the 20 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, I don't know if they dis- disqualified for the Champions Trophy or Pakistan did, but one of those teams did because. Bangladesh replaced them in the 2017 Champions Trophy because they were not in the top 8 ODI teams. I'll have to check. My point is that the fact that they were even struggling for a place tells you a lot of things. And test match teams, there are no way. But what epitomizes, this epitomizes cricket. You know, you can't predict what is going to happen in 2020 cricket. And I mean, you know, people just love to watch them hit because, you know, they are stroke makers. So 19 to win of the six last six balls and he comes and hits four sixes. Of four balls. One after another. One exactly. after another. Consecutive. I mean, the, everybody had thought that England had I can only imagine what must have happened It in was incredible. Stadium. I mean, Eden Gardens went wild. One of the best cricket venues. You know, this is the, this is the, uh, uh, what do you say, irony. Right? That we started with the biggest tragedy in Kolkata mm. and now we're ending with Kolkata in probably one of the best grounds in India, yeah. in gardens. And it's a good crowd also, uh, except for one match that I remember that they created a scene back that was in the, the Indi- India-Sri Lanka score, semi-final uh, in, in the 1990s. Every cricket yeah. fan worth his salt will remember that. Right. Because that was Sachin Tendulkar went out and India imploded. And Kamli came out crying. Mm. What did they do? Uh, they were 98 for one. <coughs> there were like bottles and missiles thrown and oh, stuff like that. Oh, and even Kamli because Sachin Tendulkar was... No, after Sachin went out, India imploded in that uh, semi-final. Right. So, and then Kamli was left playing with the you know, last uh, set of bats. But I mean, but Eden still has been... They even sent, like the city of Kolkata then sent an apology to uh, Arjuna Ranatunga. Some citizens... Uh, the very captain. sporting crowd, by the way, both on soccer very and... Very passionate uh, crowd. Cricket. I, very, yeah. I have not seen... And at that time, Eden Gardens could accommodate 120,000. Yeah. Right now, it's down to, I think, 65 to 70,000. Uh, Ahmedabad, they're building a new stadium which is probably going to be the biggest cricket ground in India once it's done. But Eden Gardens right now is the biggest ground in terms of capacity. But it's just passionate and you know, they love their sports. Kolkata loves... But it's a small nation and I'm kind of happy that West Indies... Well, their women's team also won. And the under-19 team won earlier this year. This is a good year for them. India in the final actually. It's a good year for them and it's a good year for cricket. You know, uh, cricket is spreading to... It's not just the big three winning. 
Yeah. India, England, and Australia. It's it's the other team winning also. I know I uh, I, I can be such uh, so sanguine after India was knocked out of the World Cup in T20. It's good to see Bangladesh, Afghanistan, okay. these other small countries also mm-hmm. relishing yeah. cricket. And so so the, yeah, I mean it was it was great to watch. They're always in you know Carlos Brathwaite is the new legend for West Indies cricket. Thirty four of ten balls. I mean, it was just, wow. Yeah, I mean you, when you score twenty four of four, thirty four of ten becomes quite easy. <laughs> so so. <laughs> so that poor Ben Stokes though the England baller I felt for him he, it, it's like he was probably I mean he was just almost broke down although I'm still field. not attracted to 2020 because I, I I came from that one day generation which really no, I, I mean, fe- felt uh, I came from the one day generation uh, I was telling I was asking Adit the other day I said what happened to the one day cricket match are we not going to have one day cricket matches because I used to come from a generation where my parents used to say that what happened to this cricket I think test matches in 2020 one days are still there but I I f- did not believe it earlier but I'm a firm believer if you want to uh, pro- like get the cricket out to more 2020 they is have the form yeah. because there is one thing I uh, understood I was talking to a co-worker and I showed them clips and he's like you know what I thought this is so much better than baseball mm. oh, baseball is gone so ba- what they compare is baseball is also 3-3 three, three and a half hours 2020 is 3 hours and there is so much more happening oh, yeah. so uh, if you want to make it more palatable to a world audience 2020 is the way forward for them but the you you have to make it in such a way that they should aspire to play right. test cricket and one day cricket well one day has now become the test because people really mm. don't have that much the time. Uh, time to watch a full no and test cricket is for purists cricket lovers right. you still see games being mm. full and so forth and of course the players i mean the legends of the game when they retired you know there was a thing i wish know. rahul gandhi takes up that offer i think it's still rahul, rahul, rahul gandhi rahul dravid oh my god what are you trying to do i i, I will lodge a case against Pramod Kumar Balavani for blasphemy to suggest that Rahul Gandhi could coach the Indian cricket team. Rahul Dravid. Rahul Dravid. Rahul Dravid. <laughs> Rahul Dravid. Even I know that. Huh. Uh, I know. So on that uh, congressy note, I, I we end this podcast like us on Facebook sponsor sponsor a podcast if you what you like what you're doing consider supporting us. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We'll be back next week with more fun news and analysis. Till then, it's a goodbye from Adit Sunanda and Pramod from Houston. Thank you. <laughs>